used and all the weapons are fed in front of Brahmastra. So Ashwatthama, he chant, did Ashwana and he, he called for Brahmastra and he sent, he sent for Arjuna. So now it was, when such uh, heat was, Brahmastra was not an ordinary weapon. Because of the heat of Brahmastra, the entire universe started suffering. And when it was directed towards Arjuna, Arjuna got very disturbed. And he started saying to Krishna, Oh my dear Krishna, you descend as an incarnation to remove the burden of the world and to benefit your friends, especially those who are your exclusive devotees and who are constantly wrapped in devotional service to you. So please, oh my dear Lord, oh my dear friend, can you please tell me what is this which is coming towards me? And he said, Krishna said, this is Brahmastra. So now you also chant the mantra and also you also uh, throw a Brahmastra. Because a Brahmastra can only be counteracted by another Brahmastra. So, and also Ashwatthama didn't have the, didn't know how to retract a Brahmastra. You only know how to throw a Brahmastra, but how to take it back was not available. So Krishna told Arjuna immediately to take, you chant the mantras and you throw a Brahmastra towards Ashwatthama. And so when both the Brahmastras came together in front of each other, then the heat generated from that Brahmastras, because of that the whole human civilization was suffering. All the animals started suffering because of the burning heat. So Krishna, understanding the mood of Krishna, because Krishna was feeling so much pain in his heart, seeing seeing the human being suffering, seeing everybody suffering. So Arjuna retracted both the Brahmastras. He had that capacity. And then he ran behind Ashwatthama and he kidnapped him. He, he uh, tied him up with a rope. And then immediately Krishna said, kill him Arjuna. He said, Arjuna was little, uh, Arjuna caught Ashwatthama, but to kill him he was not having that courage. Because who was Ashwatthama? His guru, his father was his guru who taught him all the different different techniques of using weapons. That same guru's son was now to be punished. So Arjuna had, didn't have courage to kill Ashwatthama. So Krishna reminded him, Oh Arjuna, don't forget to Draupadi just now he promised that you will kill Ashwatthama and bring his head and so that Draupadi can keep his keep her feet on that head and she can pacify herself. This was the role he took. Now fulfill that vow. Actually Krishna was testing Arjuna. Krishna didn't want that he should kill, but he was testing. So Arjuna said, uh, somehow he convinced Krishna that I, I am not going to kill him, I am just going to take him to back to Draupadi and let Draupadi decide. So I don't want to get into this. Because as soon as he caught Ashwatthama, he saw his guru's face. He could immediately remember his guru. It was already a pain for Arjuna to kill, kill Dronacharya and all these people. And again now to kill his son, it was another big pain. So Arjuna took him and brought him in front of Draupadi. So when Draupadi saw Ashwatthama tied up in this way, she felt compassionate. He said, first you untie him. 
Because here he is a Brahmana. He is the one to be worshipped, not tied up. However, he is acts he might have performed, but still he is worshipable. And above all, his father taught you everything. And how can you uh, how can you kill him? And another thing she said, when Dronacharya left this body, at that time, Ashwatthama's mother was supposed to be, become Sati. She was supposed to be, give, her, give her her body in, in the fire of in the, in the, when his body was born. But she did not do so because she had a son. And just like I am lamenting, I am crying for my son, I don't want that she creepy. She should also cry in separation from her sons. I don't want that. So, I propose that he should be set free. Ashwatthama should be set free. So, Nakul Sehadev agreed. Krishna agreed. Everybody agreed except for Bhimsena. He said, if you, if you guys are not going to kill, I am going to kill. <laughs> so, you decide. If you are not going to kill, then I will kill him. Because he has killed my sons. And I cannot tolerate that. So, immediately Krishna said to Arjuna, So you have to keep the vow which you have given to Draupadi. You have to please Bhima and also you have to please what, whatever I have said in the Shastras. So you keep, you satisfy everything. Give them asana. So, you should satisfy all of them. So then Arjuna thought, hmm, he understood the word Krishna meant. Immediately he took out this sword and he, his, he cut his half head, he removed his hair. When person's head is uh, shaved off, half head is shaved off, it is like death for him. Full head shaved off, that is half head shaved off means they are, uh, uh, it is like death. It is like a punishment, which is equal to death in scriptures. And he cut his uh, moustache also in half. So that was the biggest concern. So where will he go? There was no barber around. So Ash, that was the biggest. He went, where did he show his face and how, how, could, he, how could he look? <coughs> so now that, uh, after this incident, Ashwatthama's anger grew more. It was not that he could learn from that incident and say, okay, I did a mistake. Let me take this as a punishment from the Pandavas and let me keep quiet. No, he was not in that mood. He said, I will kill this Pandavas. I will finish the Pandavas and their last, uh, last person in the dynasty. I will finish them off. So, when Krishna, once he was about to leave for his place, Dwarka, at that time, all the, all the entire uh, family of the Kauravas, they gathered there to, to say goodbye to him. Thrust Maharaj, Gandhari and everywhere, all of them were there. <coughs> and at that time, Ashwatthama threw six Brahmastras. Five directed towards the Pandavas and one directed towards the boom of Uttara, Maharaj Parikshit. And Kunti Mahadi was Kunti Mahadi was also one of them was was giving a 
farewell to Krishna, he is going. And they actually, nobody wanted Krishna should go. So they all had a plan that they should convince Krishna to wait. And he did, he did wait for some more time. <clears throat> so when, uh, when this happened, the five, the, the Pandavas were all very powerful and who, who could defeat anybody and any person on the on the planet earth. Even the demigods, even Lord Shiva, Arjuna defeated even Lord Shiva. That five Pandavas, when they saw five Brahmastra coming towards them, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. They are helpless. At that time, Krishna initially removed his Sudarshan Chakra, his disc, and, and he retract, he uh, finished the power of the Brahmastras. Krishna's Sudarshan Chakra is all part. There is no answer to Krishna's Sudarshan Chakra. All the weapons they get, they get their strength from Sudarshan Chakra. So Sudarshan Chakra is their boss. In simple words. So now, Uttara came running there. But the sixth weapon was directed towards uh, Uttara's room. So she came running. And she's Krishna, Krishna, please save my embryo, please save this child who is in the womb. Let me die. I have no problem, let me die. But please you protect him. So immediately, in front of everyone, Lord Sri Krishna, he entered the womb of Uttara. And with his club and with his disc, he was circumambulating Parikshit Maharaj in the womb of Uttara. And he was protecting him. And Parikh was getting darshan of the Lord in the womb. What fortune? <coughs> so, when Parikshit Maharaj came out from the room later, every person he used to see, he used to compare that is he the same person I saw in the room? And that's why his name was Parikshit. Because he was doing Parikshit all the time. He was analyzing, he was comparing. Krishna and everybody is the same person who protected him in the room. That's why his name was Parikshit. So then, when Kunti Maharani, she saw this, that how Krishna protected Maharaj Parikshit, she immediately she started offering prayers to the Lord. Namaste Purusham Tvadhyam Ishwaram Prakrute Param Alaksham Sarvabhutanam Antara Bahiravastitam O Krishna I offer my respectful obeisance unto you because you are the original Supreme Personality of Godhead in the Mahana You exist both within and without Yet you, you exist in everything but still you are not visible to everybody Rashimadi Kunti Maharani she was quite aware. She was aware that this Krishna, whom I call my nephew, he is the supreme personality of Godhead. She was very, very much aware of it. <laughs> Therefore, she addressed him as Purusha. Namaste Purusham Tvadyam. Purusha means you are the original Purusha. Then she is saying Ishwaram Prakurtevaram. You are also Ishwara. Parameshwara. There are so many Ishwaras in this world. Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, and so many other demigods, they are controller of to some extent. And who is the supreme controller? Kunti Maharaj is telling, you are the supreme controller. 
कृष्णा से जिनका भगवत गीता सर्वस्य चाहम रुदि सन्निविष्टो मत्ता स्मृति ज्ञाना पाहुंच वेदे च सर्वे अहमयो वेद्य वेदांत कृतवेद विधेव चाहम ही कृष्णा से जिन भगवत आई एम सिचुएटेड इन एवरीवन साइड ब्रह्मा डजंट से दैट शिवा डजंट से दैट नोबडी एल्स से दैट व्हाट एंड आई एम सिचुएटेड इन एवरीवन साइड सर्वस्य चाहम रुदि सन्निविष्टो Nobody else in any shastras. There is only one personality who said that. It was Supreme Lord Shri Krishna. And and only due to me, one remembers, forgets, and is cognizant of everything because of me. I give them intelligence. He resides in the heart as Paramatma, and he gives one remembrance, forgetfulness, and everything about whatever we know is because of him. Through all the Vedas, I am to be known, because I am the compiler of the Vedas, and I am the teacher of the Vedanta. So this is what Krishna is saying. So Kunti Maharaj is saying that you are a puzzle for a common man. Common man, until they come to Hare Krishna centers, they cannot understand who is Krishna. Outside Krishna is oh he is just an ordinary person, just like some great philosophers are there. Similarly, Krishna is also like that. What is special about it? Only when we come here, in association of devotees, we come to know who is the supreme personality of God. Who is the person residing heart of every living entity? In the hearts of Muslims, in the hearts of Christians, in the hearts of everyone. There is one same person. It is Krishna. He who resides as Paramatma, not different person. We, by our conception, we 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 might say that we we have faith in somebody else. That's okay. That's up to it is your faith. But the person who resides in the heart is Krishna, not the person keeping faith in. She experienced that Krishna was present before her, and she also saw that she. Then in front of her, Krishna entered the heart of, in the entered the womb of Uttaradhikaraya Parishit. She saw that, and Kunti realizes fact that Krishna is all pervasive, and as well as he is also localized in the heart of everyone. But Kunti Maharani is saying, "You, I can understand you now. You are you reserve the right to reveal yourself. It is not that." Everyone can understand it. No. He has. He deserves copyright. Copyright act is that unless only until you become his devotees and he is, he agrees. He stays in the heart. So he, when he comes to know, he has become sincere, honest, and you really want to know him. Then he reveals himself to you. Otherwise, you always remain confused about who is this person, who is that weird person sitting in the altar. Why are everybody worshiping him? We don't know until Krishna allows us to know. Krishna ya Vasudeva ya Devaki Nanda naaycha Nanda Gopakumara ya Govinda ya Namrama. Kunti Maharaj is saying, let me offer my respectful obeisance to you, Lord, who has become the son of Vasudev, and you also give pleasure to Devaki, Devaki Nanda naaycha, and also Nanda Gopakumara ya, you give some pleasure to Nanda Maharaj and Yeshoda, and 
you have also Govinda and Amarga, you are you animal, the cows and the senses. So Lord descends on this earth in order to show a special mercy to his unalloyed devotees and also to diminish the absurdness of the demonic mental people, demonic people. Kunti Maharani, she is saying that your this incarnation is the best incarnation of amongst all the incarnations. She is saying. Krishna may say, why? Why is this so? Because in this particular incarnation you are very easily approaching. In best all other incarnations you come, kill the demons and go back. Nursing them, you came, kill the demons and went back. Just spend little time with Prahlad Maharaj. Parameh incarnation, he came, killed the demon, went back. No other business. So he, Kunti Maharani is saying that in this incarnation you are easily approaching. You stay here for some time with us, with your human beings. You perform your different activities and you attract the conditioned souls. You attract conditioned souls towards you by performing different pastimes. This Srimad Bhagavatam is also like that. Srimad Bhagavatam is not different from Krishna. Krishna Swadhava Pagade Dharma Jnana Divisa Kalo Nashta Vrasha Desha Puranarpa Adhumavita. When Krishna disappeared from this planet, so this this Srimad Bhagavatam has appeared. What is Srimad Bhagavatam? It is Krishna himself. He is a book incarnation of Lord Krishna. And he is present for us here. And when we take shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam by hearing about it, by reading it and by speaking about it, then we get the same result which the devotees got when they when they approach Krishna. His physical presence. We are getting the same result. It is not that Krishna delivered Putana 5000 years ago. So, what about us? Yes, if we hear Krishna, if we hear the pastimes of Putana getting delivered, if we have faith in that, and if you love Krishna, then you will also get the same result. So, Kunti Vagan is saying, you are also a son of a king, but Immediately you left Mathura and went to Vrindavan because you wanted to perform sweet pastimes, childhood pastimes with your devotees. So that is where that is this is speciality of your incarnation. And it is very rare. This these sweet pastimes are the it is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that these are very special pastimes of the Lord. One who hears these pastimes will immediately lose it, lose his heart to Krishna. Therefore, this is the most merciful incarnation than other, other incarnations. Kunti <coughs> Mahani could not have claimed that, uh, and she, she is also remembering that, I am also thankful to you, my dear Lord, that you bestowed your mercy on Vasudev and Devaki also. And because of their relationship, I could call you my nephew. Even though you are the Supreme Lord, Brahman Shiva worship you, but I can say that you are my nephew. This advantage I have got because of whom? Because of Vasudeva and Devaki. You came as their son. So now I am very thankful to you that you have become my nephew. Nama Pankaja Nabhaya, Nama Pankaja Maline, Nama Pankaja Netraya, Namaste Pankaja Pankaja Amraya. So in this way, she is offering a respectful obeisance, saying that, Oh Lord, your abdomen is marked with the uh, impression of lotus flower and you are always decorated with the garlands of lotus flower 
whose glance is as cool as lotus and whose feet are always in the road with lotuses. So in this way, she is